A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. The Aftermath. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode of The Aftermath. Today we're speaking with guest expert Gina Scarlatta. Gina is a documentary producer. She produced The Way Down, an HBO Max docuseries which follows the Remnant Fellowship Church and its leader, Gwen Shamblin Lara. Let's hear what she has to say about the Gwen Shamblin diet cult. Hi Gina, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So how did you hear about Gwen Shamblin uh, and the Way Down Workshop? What was the impetus for making this documentary? You know, it was brought to us from our executive producer, Niall Capello. Uh, I was our, previously working with our director and other co-executive producer, Peter Morgan and Marina Zenovich. And they presented this project to me um, about this First of all, they sent me a picture of her before <laughs> anything else. Um, and I said, I have to know what's going on in this woman's hair. And then come to find out, you know, she was this huge religious leader in the South, which was interesting in the fact that coming from California, you know, you don't really hear about these big religious leaders outside of men. So the fact that she was a woman leading this church but also had a weight loss program tied in was very fascinating, especially because she was so incredibly tiny <laughs> and to come to find out she had this huge following of hundreds of thousands of people all over the world relating food and God, which to me still boggles my mind. Um, however, when we started getting into the program, 
it made a lot of sense. You know, what are Americans obsessed with? Well, uh, Southern Americans, I should say. God and probably their weight, especially women. Mm. So tying those two, two things together didn't seem like that far of a stretch once we started looking at her program. Yeah. So we we heard a little bit about, uh, we talked a little bit about her background. Why do you think she personally put them together? I mean, it, it seems like she just found the two most obvious things in front of her, I guess, but it felt very strategic. It did, especially because she was never overweight herself. We learned that she had gained the freshman 15, like most people do when they go to college, but she started becoming fascinated with the, uh, the science of weight. I, we're not really sure how she started tying God together. We think that it probably happened when she came from a very religious background. You're already going to church every Sunday with a group of like-minded people. So why not start integrating that program into the people that you're already seeing every week? Uh, she started it when she was in college and it just started to grow inside her church groups. I think the simplicity of the idea that, I mean, it's really intuitive eating. We all know nowadays, it's you're supposed to eat when you're hungry. It's not that complicated. <laughs> but then taking the idea of God, and if you're hungry, read your Bible instead. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I think it gives people structure as well. Also, you put the fear of gaining weight and the, the fear of God into people, it's really easy to control. So once she started building it from there and people started telling their friends about it. And meanwhile, this was all happening when the weight loss uh, industry was booming. Mm. So you have like the Jenny Craig's, you know, Weight Watchers, um, Jane Fonda with her workout videos. This was so simple and you didn't have to stop eating what you liked. You know, you could have pizza, you could have cake, but you put your, your fork down when you're full and then you go back to your Bible. Mm. It's very simple. Uh, where it started getting bigger and she started to kind of branch out of just it being like the small Bible groups and everything like that was she saw the power of it. And so when you start seeing the power of it, how do you get more people to feel like this is an exclusive, special thing? Well, you start using your Bible to justify why, the, why this program is the one for you. And that's what she started to do. So the program morphed into its own church, and it was called the Remnant Fellowship. What made her start her own church, and what was at its core? What Gwen started doing in the late 90s was she started hosting these things called Desert Oasis. So she was getting oh. all these people to come to these conferences in, I believe, Nashville. And she would do her sermons. And it became bigger than just weight loss. It was very focused on God. Then she did something that most religious 
groups do when they want to seem like the chosen ones. They find something, and I can't think of the Bible verse right now, but basically what Gwen did at One Desert Oasis, I believe it was in 2001 or 2003, is that she denounced the Trinity. And when you denounce the Trinity, you really take yourself away from Christianity. And so once she did that, she needed a place for people to go because she, once that happened, she got taken away from all the big churches that make up, I mean, they're all following the, the Trinity and Christianity. So now they're an exclusive sect. They're the chosen people. They're the ones chosen for Zion. So they needed a place to go. Meanwhile, she had made so much money from way down at this point that she was able to buy this huge piece of land in Brentwood, Tennessee and build her church and the way down workshop down there and really created a community. It's very surreal when you go there, you know, it's because it does fall in line with a lot of the churches that are there. But uh, I actually have a friend that lives in Brentwood and he said, for some reason that church always stands out and you know, the people that go to that church, it's just a different way about their life. Wow. I mean, so you're ex- from your experience interviewing people there, what was the hierarchy inside the church? I mean, it seemed like Gwen was obviously at the top, but uh, she also preached about women being subordinate to men. What was it like? Yeah, it was very different in that Gwen was the leader, but she always said she served her husband. <laughs> but it was very clear in the church that's not the way it went. She was the only person that did the sermons. So then she had her deacons and shepherds under her that were all men and then their wives under them. So there, while there was, we, we would try to work on a structure to kind of figure out, you know, who was at the top, who were the leaders at the top. They're never, they tried to say that they were all even, Mm. Um, you know, you would look at their leadership page And Gwen, I believe when we first started this before she died, Gwen wasn't even listed at the top. She was kind of in the mix of all these other leaders, where I feel like if you look at something like Catholicism, you know, you clearly have the line. You have the Pope, the Cardinals, the bishops, all of that. There it wasn't as structured. It was really Gwen and then her male leaders, pretty much the only ones that would fall in line and do everything she asked, and then their wives. And then you had another subsect of people that, you know, worked at way down or worked in the church, um, often for not getting paid. Um, so it, it was definitely an interesting structure that a woman was at the top, but she said, you still had to serve your men. <laughs> well, what was the process of interacting with the community like? Uh, some members and former members clearly wanted to talk about it, but... Uh, I'm assuming a lot didn't. Um, What was your experience like? Yeah, we couldn't actually get any current members to sit with us or interview with us because they're so guarded about what goes on in the church. Um, We did get responses back just (laughs) pointing us to their website, (laughs) um, which was interesting. (laughs) But what Niall did, Niall really built relationships with these former members. And getting them comfortable to come on screen and talk with us and their interviews with Marina, our director, they really felt at ease. And it was almost like a cathartic experience for them. 
um, to finally get to tell their story and be heard. And, you know, one woman that we interviewed, it took us months to get her to come on camera. And she tried so hard to keep canceling with us because she was so afraid and she didn't want to be judged by anybody because she was in that church for so long. And you could see the relief on her after her interview was done that she finally like it was a burden that was on her shoulders for so many years because a lot of people felt so much guilt that they brought their family into it. You know, they, and they built a lot of friends in that community. And once you leave, they don't talk to you anymore. You know, it's pretty much you're in or you're out. So to get these brave people to come forward, to speak about their experience uh, was for me, it was very touching and I, I can't, you know, stress enough how brave these women and men were to, to share with us and especially on a big platform. Um, and I think, I think all of them could say at the end of this that they were happy they did it. Mm. So the documentary discusses Gwen's personal life and uh, her second husband, Joe Lara. Uh, who is a fascinating character. (laughs) Um, What role did he play in this uh, enterprise? And what do you think his participation says about Gwen and uh, the fellowship? Joe was... (laughs) It really... I mean, he's been an actor his whole life. And that's exactly what he did with Gwen. He found someone to suit the life that he always wanted to live. If you watch any of the videos that they put on their YouTube channel, I never said he was a good actor, but he's clearly putting on an act. And I think she had painted this picture of her perfect life. And when she was able to get away from her first husband, Joe fit in that perfect life for the picture perfect life. And looking at him trying to read a Bible and, (laughs) you know, try and make sense and sermonize, I don't know how anybody looked at that situation seriously, you know. He was arm candy. He was a good looking guy. He was Tarzan. You know, you can't blame Gwen. Mm -hmm. But it just was so phony. (laughs) And it's really tragic that, you know, what ended up happening with them. And we don't know what what actually happened on the plane that day or anything like that. We do know he was the pilot. Um, But it seemed like he just faked his way through a lot of things in life. And unfortunately, you know, I don't want to say any further because we, because I don't want to disparage something that we, 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 you know, we, we don't know what happened and we may never know what happened on that plane, but um, sometimes people bite off more than they can chew. And I think the lifestyle caught up to him. Yeah. What, what has been the response from the Remnant Fellowship about your documentary? Um, do you know anything about the current state of the church? Well, we do know that Elizabeth, Gwen's daughter, has not 
appeared or sermonized in front of the church at all. Mm. She came up, I believe, one time to say, you know, she's staying strong. This was right after their death. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I mean, they're still meeting every Wednesday and Saturday, I believe. Um, They're playing old recordings of Gwen's sermons. I believe, um, I'm trying to think. They're just going business as usual. Mm. Um, We do know that her son, Michael, left the church Mm. and he's divorcing his wife. So he kind of found a way out from there. Mm -hmm. Um, We do know they were very unhappy with the documentary, of course, before it was the first part was released. They put out this huge campaign on their website that everything was false. They put out all these testimonial videos like I've never been shunned for my weight. You know, I all are everybody's welcome here, all shapes and sizes. And the people that we had interviewed were just disgusted. They were like, but also it's so typical. Uh. Um, and, And it's a shame. We would have loved to have someone from the church come onto the show and you know, share their experiences and, you know, what we might be getting wrong about them. But, you know, if you have something to hide, why would you? Yeah. Do you think the church will continue on after Gwen's death? Um, Do you think so? Yeah, the church is definitely continuing on. There will always be somebody there to step up. You know, those, those male leaders, they'll, they'll still be there. It's all a form of control to, you know, religion's never going away. They have that beautiful church, you know, they might not have as many members. People may have left, but, you know, I, I think they'll, they'll continue on. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, kind of with the weight loss and if it will continue to be as strict as it was when Gwen was alive, but I think there's, unless they have an enforcer, it's just going to become, you know, a regular Christian church again, uh, which would be a positive. But you just never know. You know, Elizabeth could come back tomorrow and really take the reins back and, you know, enforce what her mother had done for so many years. But um, time will tell. Yeah. So finally, uh, we always ask our guest experts this question. At the end of the day, if you had to pick a person or thing, it could be a concept that you think is to blame for the cult-like Gwen Shamblin creation, (laughs) who or what would that be? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) What allowed this to happen in our society, in their society? I mean... (sighs) Money. Money is the root of all evil. You know, you could blame religion, but everybody is seeking that almighty dollar. And I think it changes people. And you really get away from what you set out to do once you start getting that power with that money. Greed. Greed Mm. is greed is a horrible thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish I wish I could blame it on religion, but I I feel like um, 
yeah, money is a very, very, very powerful thing. Well, Gina, thank you so much for joining us today and, and talking us through this very fascinating tragedy, really. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because rust new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from rust Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. And we also have me, myself. And host of the show, Rebecca <laughs> Delgado-Smith. Um, it was so wonderful talking to Gina about Indeed. her experience just being, living in that cult. I mean, she wasn't living in it, but just <laughs> talking to people who lived it, you know? being in the, I, I can't imagine how uh, creepy or mm-hmm. interesting it must have been to be there, you know? Mm-hmm. Fascinating fascinating i feel like she hit on a lot of the things that we were talking about too i loved when she was just kind of wait uh weighing in mm-hmm. nice that's a way to i word. love it she was waiting <laughs> on like what are people southerners i guess specifically obsessed with like weight and god and how easy if you have the fear of god and weight in people the control that you have or the power that you have because yes of i know our weight really does have a lot of power over us. Well, we think about it constantly because it's one of those things that you can't stop eating. No. So you have and to you... continue to do it, but you have to moderate it. Right. If, if, if that's look, what you're yeah. trying to do, you know, and people mm-hmm. look differently based on it and you don't yeah. know. And we look at people all the time. Yes. We're fed images on our, you know, by advertisers and whatever. And you just feel um, it's one of the joys of 
growing old, becoming aware of your body. <laughs> becoming aware of your body. And also just people are metabolized differently. And you don't know what it I mean, it's kind of a mystery. It's like why right. why you could have uh why do some people metabolize faster than others? Why are some people right. skinnier than others? Why, why? You don't really know. It's interesting to just thinking about watching some of the documentary and seeing these people kind of give the testimonials like during some of these sermons and they're crying about how much weight they lost. And that's just like the power of God. And like, you know, we've all gone through our own little like weight loss or exercise regimens. And like, I know the feeling of like, wow, I just put in like a lot of hard work and I've lost some weight. I feel so empowered and good and to it to kind of intellectualize like putting that progress and like not rewarding yourself but oh, rewarding yeah. like a, another power instead of giving yourself the like validation like you did that for yourself right. to be like oh i i don't have any control over my body this is all because of like a greater power and i i guess there's relief in that to that to some people but to me that sounds like really scary to think that you're that out of control on that right <laughs> That's God just decides you're fat this month. <laughs> so pray to God and you won't be. And also that like your um the 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 quality of person, you know, tying that into like who, you know, thinking you're a good person. If you're a good person, then I'll be thinner. Yeah. Like yeah, that is not right. Mm-hmm. Very controlling and kind of and honestly very abusive. I thought it was interesting too that she highlighted Gina highlighted that this was really happening during like the boom of mm-hmm, the the mm-hmm. weight loss craze. You yeah. had all this stuff coming out, and it just seemed like really good timing. I, like it's like either she had good timing or she was tapping into what was like a popular movement at the time. You know? Yeah, and so the way she put it at the end, where she was like, you know, I don't think uh, it it will have you know just the power of the church. Yes. Um, at the best case scenario or a positive side of it is that it just might become another regular Christian church. I wrote that down. I wrote down might just become a quote, regular Christian church. (laughs) Define regular. I also wrote down what she said before was religion is when you asked that question, Uh she said religion is never going away. It's all about control. No, it's so scary and true. That's so true. um, But yeah, it probably would be better if it became just a more chill, like, faith-based praying to God kind of church, yeah. not about your weight. Yeah. It's more about like uh, getting together and having muffins uh, in the morning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what, and what that becomes about is like, so what's the rebrand, you know, like it'll be right. interesting to see 10 years from now, what is the remnant fellowship doing? Like have they moved completely away from weight-based faith? Right. Well, time will tell. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. So Clayton, what did we end up sending to the alarmist jail for this? So we threw Gwen herself in jail as mm-hmm. kind of like the figurehead of this, you know, quote unquote cult. And we gave the big slap to Christian supremacy. Okay. Um, and we, and, and I thought what Gina pointed out as the, what she blamed, which mm-hmm. was money and greed. Right. The almighty dollar. Yeah. We were circling which we did talk around about. that. I know it's, 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 we felt the same way that she did where it was like, it's hard not to blame re- religion for this one. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to, because it's so, uh, it, it manipulative in, in this I, one. I feel like, um, we just, we ended on Christian supremacy because we were kind of talking about like the power that the like religious element gave to this movement and allowed it to go, uh, you know, grow right. so big because this idea that like 
and even Gina talked about this herself, like, you know, when you renounce Christianity and you decide you're the one true faith, like that's how you kind of separate yourself from other religions. So it kind of seemed like that is what gave them the power to keep growing. I do think that Gina has a great point too, which is like Gwen, whether conscious or not, her her pursuit of the almighty dollar. Yes. Kind of kept her going yeah. as well. So, so maybe may- it's a combo. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe we switch it uh we flip them. Um and we say we send Gwen and her pursuit of greed, you know, her greedy pursuits mm. to the alarmist jail and we slap Christian supremacy. Okay, so Gwen Shamblin's greedy yeah. pursuit of her greedy, just her greedy, just pursuits. her greedy pursuit. Yeah. Okay. Pursuits, <laughs> pursuits, plural. Great. Uh, for herself. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to call it Christian supremacy. You're getting the big slap. You're not getting away with this. Gwen Shamblin, Lara and her greedy pursuits. They're going all going to the alarmist jail. Mm-hmm. They're in there. So this is why we do it. This is why we talk to our experts and after we've processed it, really find out if we're getting it right, if we're on the <laughs> we're, <laughs> or if we're on the same journey. Did did are we even in the ballpark? You know? Right. I, <laughs> I don't know if any of those metaphors really um, No, we need a good diet metaphor. Are we on did we only to, not use all of our points this this way? This way, yeah. How I'm how are we on the scale? Are is it are we off the charts? Okay. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, stay tuned uh, or tune in next week because we're going to be talking about the overthrow of the Hawaiian monarchy. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.